It's a film with three brains. 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 Oh my god, you guys are freaks. You can hear me. Yes. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. Brains only. Yes. Why? The pain. What about the pain? The pain of being dead. to be dead. I can feel myself rot. Eating brains. How does that make you feel? It makes the pain go away. Hi. This is the film with three brains. I'm Cohen in Maplewood. And I am Sean in Chicago. And Sam! In San Francisco. <laughs> I thought you were going to Sam. <laughs> well, you were more of a victim than a. You I know, thought it was it supposed to sound like brains for a minute, but then I thought, no. Nah. Nah. Brains. Brains. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, we are talking about a masterpiece from 1985. No, not Back to the Future. We're talking about Return to the Living Dead. A horror comedy, a cult film, if you will, from Dan O'Bannon, uh, best known for writing Alien. This is probably not as good as Alien, <laughs> but I like it. Uh, this movie is, you know, it's a horror, it's a comedy, probably leans towards the comedy a bit more, at least in the first half. Um, it's it, its history is sort of interesting in that it is is... is birthed of a dispute over how to handle sequels to night of the living dead by George Romero. Um, and they settled on uh, this guy, John Russo, who was a co-writer of night of the living dead. He was granted the rights to the, the, uh, the phrase living dead. Well, George Romero had just dead. So anyway, that was mm-hmm. the beginning of this film series of which there are five, uh, law of diminishing returns. I like the first one. The rest are shit. Well, second one's okay. Anyway, I'm curious what you guys think. I assume neither of you have ever seen it before, if, if you've ever even heard of it. Sam, you want to go? Um, you know, I I wouldn't have been able to pick out this movie from lineup. I was just, I you know, we talked about it uh, last time. Is I think when you were trying to tease us with what it is, that it was not a George <laughs> Romero movie. Um, and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I... I have no memory of ever seeing this or anything like that. And watching it, I was like, yeah, I guess, um, you know, it's it's got that sort of campy feeling about it. Like, I could have watched this movie a number of times when I was a kid in the 80s. Um, <laughs> but maybe at this time of life, <laughs> once might be one too many. Um <laughs> It's, it has some amusing things, but it also is just like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, even before the, like, I'm okay. Like, you can 
you can have as lame as a reason you want for zombies to exist. Like it doesn't like no one's ever going to go into a zombie movie and be like, wait, why did you know, that's not cool. Like they like nobody, nobody's going to do that sort of analysis or right. anything like that. So for me, it was more like, OK, you know, if you're going to have a zombie movie, you have to have be having fun with the plot the whole way through. Um, and I think they did an OK job with that. But some of the characters, it's just like. I was like, what, what's the preppy girl doing in the same car as, uh, like, I just couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be like. Yeah, I thought that. I was like, why That's did they, point. they could have made the crew a, a better. Like, like, I guess the thing is, is that, because you're going back to the guy who writes Alien here. And mm-hmm. you look at the crew that he puts together for Alien, or any of the Aliens movies. Like, if they all kind of fit together for one reason or the other. And this just seemed like. Like, I would have rather them all be punk rockers and, you know, badasses in that way. Like, I didn't need the preppy kid in the... Like, I was like, in, in, in real life, they wouldn't hang out anyway. Like, it just distracted me. Um, <laughs> which is a really weird thing to nitpick about in a zombie movie. <laughs> but I found it distracting the whole way through because their outfits were so different than one another. It'd be like, it'd be like, if, 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 going back to aliens, it'd be like, oh, we have this team of command, you know, space explorers and army guys and all that. And we have, you know, Tinkles the clown. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, what? Oh yeah, he's going to blow up. This tinkles. Blow up. Does Tinkle wee a bit when he gets scared? Is that why I call it Tinkle? No, when he laughs. <laughs> Just some of it squeezes out. <laughs> but you're like, wait, this guy, yeah, he's just, you know, he's on the ship to make balloon animals. He'd be like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, if Tinkles doesn't die right away, it's, it's wrong, you know? And then when Tinkles lives at the end, you're like, why, of all the, the tough kids, it's the preppy kid that lives? So, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's it's a really long-winded, weird complaint for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were parts I enjoyed. I mean, I'm going to tack onto that. What? So, um, what's his? Freddie is the guy with the job, right? Yeah, and <laughs> and he's, but he's the guy that know always knows where to party is what they say. Yeah. So they're just waiting around for him. Yeah. He's like a magic man. He's like, oh, I mean. <laughs> but for people that you know think a cemetery is a good time i don't think they really need freddy <laughs> <laughs> that is probably true <laughs> um but i i didn't mind so much the ragtag weirdness um where i don't want to jump the gun and get to um double ups and all that but the 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 nerdy guy uh or geek i think he get he gets called a geek or something he, he's the same guy in Point Break. Did you notice that? Who is he in Point Break? He is just one of the surfer dudes. Um, he has like a goatee or a mustache or something. and hmm. He looks totally different from Point Break. And he obviously plays a very different character. But it, I don't know. That was just, oh, that just yeah, a yeah. weird I didn't recognize him. No, I just looked him up real quick to see a picture of him. And now I, I recognize him from Point Break. I just didn't recognize him from this. Yeah, I, I, I didn't and put that to together. I, I saw the name and I was looking him up and then I was yeah. like, well, wait, what? All right, yeah. now, now I see it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, 
that's I, I don't know what to uh to make of um well the the bigger problem for me is is understanding so bad it's good movies yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. We, i mean we talked about howard the duck as a as a one example maybe not a good example but an example of something where cohen would watch it just for the sheer spectacle of it mm-hmm. but but i don't think that's the case with this one i feel like you no. you feel differently about this no I, I i i legitimately enjoy this movie because most most Look, it's 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 simple. Zombie films are pretty simple for the most part, you know. Um, I just think it's funny. Like, it's, I don't know why. <laughs> there's something about it that tickles me, mostly in the first half, and it's mostly you know, like the ragtag group of dipshits. I'm not terribly amused by. They're they're there and they're fine, but like for some, the the people you know, Freddie and and the and the older actors who are all good actors and a lot and have pretty distinguished careers, you know, mm-hmm. like James Karen and Clue Gulliger and even Don Kelf to a certain extent who was in, uh, you know, plays the Hitman and weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. And watching them all sort of interact like the three stooges. I don't know. It just cracks me up. <laughs> I think it's funny. I, the, w- watching them play off each other and stuff. It's, it, it's so goofy and weird. And the things they say is so, I don't know. It's just odd. I don't know. I just, I think it's funny, you know, like silly little lines. Like when Freddie says, you mean the movie lied makes me laugh. I don't know. It's funny. (laughs) There's stupid shit like that, you know? And, um, really, I mean, um, James Karen, who plays Freddie's boss, not the big boss, Bert. He, 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 I think he's the best in this. I don't know what, definitely. he's just, he just kills me. He's a good actor and everyone's like, nobody's phoning it in, you know, like, but I also don't feel like they don't, know what movie they're in right you know which is the case sometimes it's like they're really giving it they're all <laughs> for such a terrible little movie you know but i don't know it just cracks me up some of the horror stuff is all right i like you know if you're gonna if you're gonna do a zombie film that's successful i feel like either you got to do a romero thing where it's like it's just thinly veiled social commentary that you know, and the parallels are interesting or it's legitimately scary or tense like um, Zack Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead, which was shockingly good because it's just a good horror movie, hmm. you know, or, you know, you just breathe. You, all of them has to breathe. You got to bring something to it, you know, something new. And in and, and the, the smallest thing of this is sort of the details about the brains, which yeah. I really like, you know, why, why would, why would they eat brains? Mm-hmm. You know, and they say to, uh, because of the pain of being dead, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's totally senseless, but it's something. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a you motive know. for the, yeah, it's something to, you know, go after you know, it, it, like, and it works and I like, you know, send more paramedics and more soldiers, yeah. <laughs> you know, little details like that. So the biggest compliment I think I can pay this movie in my mind anyway, is that if you took this script exactly as is and gave it to a really first rate, like comedy horror director, like Sam Raimi or Peter Jackson in their heyday with a first rate cast. And this film is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Don't change a word of the script. <laughs> I mean, you can make it better, of course, but you don't have to like in the hands of the right people, it would work because this works to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This has to- a lot of little low budget, um, uh, effects that I think add to it. Like you, you, you know, you mentioned, 
being able to interrogate the one zombie was was right. a neat thing. But also just the butterflies in the case start moving again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, and, yeah. And the, mm-hmm. the fake, the, the, the display dogs for the yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Lots of little touches, you know, that, that other movies of this budget or caliber do not put in. Mm-hmm. So I, I did enjoy those. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, f- I find it really fascinating that that it's like a five million dollar budget um when there haven't really been any proven i mean other than night of living dead there's there haven't been any proven zombie movies and right at you know, the time they, sure at the time they didn't know it was going to be a cult classic or anything or i mean so that's a lot of that's kind of a lot of money for horror movies yeah i mean i guess at the time all three of the dead of romero's dead's movies uh Romero's dead movies had come out. Okay, so it wasn't just the first one; it was the right. Oh, I think Day of the Dead came out the same year as this. Hmm. Romero's third film. But yeah, other than that, there weren't any really, unless you go back to like White Zombie and you know, like black and white old films. But not really. I mean, George Romero sort of single handedly created the genre, which I think is totally fucking fascinating. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I think John Russo has. Has a claim to that, but he doesn't. Oh, yeah, sure. It's weird how he actually. So he, it's his novelization, right? Or his yeah. That that's well, what he wrote became this. He wrote the Return of the Living Dead as a novel, and then Toby Hooper was supposed to was involved, but then that didn't work out. And then Dan and Dan O'Bannon got involved, and he completely rewrote the script to the point where John Russo rewrote the novelization because it was so different. Hmm. Okay. And that, that's, I mean, everything about this is a little fast. Like, Toby Hooper pulled out of this, and he made Life Force. <laughs> While we yeah. were waiting to start, I turned on Life Force because it's on something. <laughs> Holy crap, what a piece of shit that is. Yeah, Life Force I mean, is terrible. I, I got only got 20 minutes in, but, you know, I mean, he he's, he's, <laughs> he's got um, Texas Chainsaw, and then he's got Poltergeist, and then he does Life Force. Yeah. And I wonder what would have happened if he had done this instead, if his career would have mm-hmm. stayed afloat I'm curi- longer. Uh, that w- I'm curious about that. Because to me, Toby Hooper is sort of a... I don't know. He you know, he has his place in like the history of horror, because mostly because of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Which in my mind is not even that good of a film. It's fine. You know, for, it, for what it is, it's good. But... You know, Poltergeist is fucking fantastic, but people say that basically Steven Spielberg directed that. Mm. You know, he was a producer on it, and the, and if you you know if you believe all the things written about it, he was really hands on mm-hmm. to the cool. point where you know everyone says basically it was his film, well, it has a lot which of makes sense. Spielberg which makes sense. Yeah, you can see it. You yeah. know, yeah. if you just watch that movie and you know Spielberg's involved, somehow you'd think, oh yeah, he totally directed that. Mm-hmm. And he's done <clears> that <throat> with Gremlins and other things too, where he's mm-hmm. you know right. Very, very around the project. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Uh, I forgot I, I had a point. I forgot what it was. Well, I think you were, allu- <laughs> I think you were going to gonna say that maybe Toby Hooper isn't as great as his right. leg- well, legacy yeah. would, would tell but I, you. But I would be curious to see how he would have handled this. I'm curious to see how anyone would have handled this. I mean, Dan O'Bannon hasn't had an illustrious career. You know, he wrote Alien, and basically that's what he's known for. That was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, and Dan O'Bannon wrote Life Force, by the way. Oh, he's, yeah, right. he, he was part of the screenplay for that. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But he said he came alive when he did this. Well, he, you know, he got to direct and he, he mm-hmm. went all in and, and, you know, some people thought he was a bit much to work with and some people thought he was, you know, just really passionate or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at least he, at least he believed in what he was doing. Yeah. I think that's important. Sure. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, actually, you know, so we, you were, you were talking about it and explaining the living dead versus dead thing. And, and then I kind of was like, Oh, wait a minute. I have seen, and I have seen this movie, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe, mm-hmm. um, my roommate was into horror. So we watched a lot of horror, like <laughs> Dracula 2000 and shit like that. And I would, <laughs> I would just, just, you know, I'd watch it. I was yeah. there. My eyes were pointed at the screen. So <laughs> I was there, but this one I was, I was puzzled by and I, and I think, I understand it a little bit more now, but I'm still on the fence about like, what is this? What does this mean? Because I mean, partially I think that the, you know, the genre has evolved so much and, uh, right. You know, I think right before that I had seen, um, Shaun of the dead and, and I loved yeah. it so much that sure. I thought there is no other zombie movie. Mm-hmm. This, this is the zombie movie, you know, but that's, yeah. but that's not fair because that's what Shaun of the dead was doing too. It was kind of, using the genre for a lot of the jokes and mm-hmm. it just had more plot more more of a, the movie stuff that you need more of a arc yeah. f- for a character mm-hmm. all that crap you know yeah sure i feel like this just needed a plot and it could have done a lot better yeah and i really don't like the army like the guy living in the mansion with the hotline <laughs> to the president or whatever the hell it was like, what was that whole thing? That was so pointless. Well, that was just so they could destroy <laughs> to the set town up the end. Yeah. To and then set up a sequel. Oh, he's right. in the sequel. Well, no, I'm just saying they no. they they blow up the town and they send the poison smoke, you know, fumes yeah. into the air again. Again. You know, so rain clouds form again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it starts raining again. That's fine. But why do we need to? Why do we need to know who did that? Like, why do we need to need to know? Beyond, I mean, we know there's paramedics. We know there's a lot of people. <laughs> who care? Who cares who drops the bomb or who? You know, I don't know. It just just seemed like a weird, yeah, <laughs> a weird setup. But, um, I don't know. It was. It, it's still fun. It's still. I every time I well, the, the two times I've seen it, I'm utterly fascinated by um, trash. The the dancer and trying to look at her nether regions and trying to figure out what the heck is going on down there. <laughs> and it, I was, I was happy to learn that there's a story behind, you know, that they first wanted to do, you know, straight nudity. And then they, you know, then there was too much hair. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to get into the details. They're kind of gross, but <laughs> they went, what they went with was the Ken doll look, which is just <laughs> the weirdest possible yeah. I don't know. Like, just, just, I don't know. Can't just keep her underwear on. What's the big deal? Like, she's, she's naked through almost her entire ta- time on screen. You know, yeah. the poor yeah. actress. You know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> um, but I do like James Karen. I like. I I think it without him, it's it's hard. It's it's a lot harder to watch without him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, agreed. He's, you know, just from, from the from, from the very beginning when he's showing um, Freddy the ropes, you know, you just, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, okay, so we're in this warehouse and, you know, some yeah. some some jokes that really aren't funny and, 
<laughs> but you're kind of you're <laughs> laughing at the how real that feels and everything and then yeah and then as, <laughs> the <laughs> what does he say he's like can these things leak? No, this is Army Corps of Engineers. And he bangs it. And it leaks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's shit And we're off and running. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I like that. I like the pace. I like how it's... Yeah. We all know what we're in for. Okay, good. There's a, there's a few little, like, tiny Easter eggy type shits. Like, there's a scene where they run into um, Freddy and... Uh, um, Frank run into the, one of the they're like they're I forgot what's going on in the scene but they're sort of like running back and forth it's like a French farce going on and they go into an office and there's a eye chart in the background mm-hmm. and it says Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch who's going bald too ha 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 <laughs> you know big letters down to smaller ones it's all broken apart um, I had to look it up I saw it I could see in the background but I couldn't tell what it said other than uh, Bert is a <laughs> yeah <laughs> so right. I looked it up <laughs> and like you know Bert's the big boss and the and the and the guy from uh Weekend at Bernie's who plays the uh yeah the Undertaker dude uh their names are Bert and Ernie right <laughs> which I, you gotta assume is intentional and like uh, the kid I think they asked him about it and he said no it's not oh no yeah All he right. had no idea oh so just coincidence but then like you know the young guy's name is Freddie and his girlfriend's name is Tina which mm. you know that's Nightmare on Elm Street names, which came out yeah. the previous year. That you could be think, intentional. You would think that wasn't would be intentional. I don't know, maybe not. I guess. Um, those are just the ones that I sort of caught. And then there's like, so how do you say his name? Don Kalfa, Kalfa, Kalfa. Yeah, Kalfa. So. He's listening to German music. German, like, there's some sort of Nazi right. tie in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is not really used, but <laughs> right. It's there. Um, yeah. But, he, yeah, I mean, he's he's good in it, too. I think he's, his reactions are pretty good, you know? Like, the way he... He's like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to put a, an animal in the... I'm not going to incinerate an animal. Let me shoot him. And then, you know, it's not weasels in that bag. And then he shows him. And, like, you know, his reactions are good. Like, right. There's, it's there's like, like why cor- does he have a gun? Yeah. <laughs> right, in a morgue. Um. <laughs> So yeah, there's there's some there's some good people in it, but then, uh, yeah, like when Trash is before she gets naked, she's she's her little soliloquy is like, you know, did you ever think about, that? you know, like the, <laughs> right. yeah. that's horrible. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's <laughs> that that's like a it 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 stops the movie in, in its tracks right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets naked, and you don't care. So you know, if I hope yeah, but. So yeah, some editing would have helped, I think. <laughs> yeah, for certain kind. I don't of know, editing. but I'd see. And what I mean, but earlier I said, it, you know, if you have the right director and the right cast, the script as is could work. Mm. And it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. But I was just thinking, like, if you take someone like Kate Kate McKinnon, who can make any pedestrian <laughs> line funny. True. You know, if you stick her in that role, <laughs> not saying she has to take all her clothes off and parade around naked the whole film. I'm just saying. No, she could take the what, same speech, though. She could make yeah, that amazing. Exactly. Yes, I agree. And it would be funny. You know, and I don't know <laughs> if its intent was to be funny. I don't. I, it's hard to tell because her performance is terrible, but <laughs> it could be. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the music is very 80s. 
that's fine. <laughs> a lot of synth stuff going on. I, yeah. I, I think that, I think that works for this sort of thing. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, at first I thought, oh, this is going to be monotonous, but I kind of liked it by the end. I was like, I don't know who did it, if it's anyone of note. I'm yeah. trying to remember. I'm blanking on the name. I was in the, right, in the, right in the credits. But yeah. It was a very pedestrian-sounding name. Oh, I didn't realize it was released on my birthday. Ooh. On my 11th birthday. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. I probably didn't see it in the theater. But, but age appropriate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this the punk theme is. I don't know. I I think that it's basically just the excuse to get the music in there, right? I mean, they got the cramps and they got some legit yeah. sort of punk music in there, as well. But there's no reason necessarily for that. I mean, I don't know. The uh, yeah. the flesh eaters. I don't know who they are, but I'm just wondering who did the sort of the more composed stuff it's like matt Dan. clifford matt clifford that's it ah. hmm. <laughs> interesting rocking that casio <laughs> <laughs> i could hear some of the noises i'm like oh yeah i remember that noise a little rim knock and a... <laughs> yeah. but still yeah that's not you know i don't think that's the fault i don't think that no i mean it sounded very john carpenter-esque yeah to a certain extent. But, you know, a lot of stuff in the 80s did. I think this, this movie is one of those movies that would also benefit with, like, the uh, little pop-up factoids yeah. during it. Because sure. Because there's so like many little video things. pop-up video on VH1. <laughs> yeah. Because th- yeah. there's, there's so many little things. Like, it's, you know, it's it's amusing to watch it. But if you add in all these other little tidbits there's actually a lot to it like i don't know if you guys read all the trivia about this movie how much you read um but like the the uh the gravestone which you know trash performs her striptease mm-hmm. it has the name Ar- archibald leach on it mm-hmm. which is Cary grant's real name yeah yeah um that's interesting so yeah and then the the whole line about the uh the um the skulls the in the uh, when when uh when o'bannon uh, or not O'Bannon, when he, he says that the uh, o'bannon said that when he was working on aliens they had these they had these skulls in plastic bags because hr geiger wanted fresh skulls to help look at to create his designs <laughs> um you know but that that was that was where he came up with the, when he found out they were from India, that's where he came up with the line in the movie about the, you know, perfect teeth and, and all this, like, like, you know, when do you see people with perfect teeth in India and, and a skull farm and all that. <laughs> so anyway, it just, I don't know, as, as I was reading, it, I was just like, you know, I like, I mean, obviously it's when you're making, you know, creatively, if you're making up something new, it's, it's it, the best thing to do is steal from experience in real life. But when you fill a movie with all these different things, like, like it's a shame that it's a shame there isn't a version that you can watch with with the pop ups, because um, <laughs> this one's loaded up with them. Yeah, with them. yeah. It's 
I think that as it's as it's you know the early days. Well, I mean, I find it very fascinating that this is the mention of brains, which you've already alluded to. You know, the little mm-hmm. reasoning, and that it's the first time I think that they we have fast zombies. Well, yeah, is that, is that debatable? I, well, they're they're not fast, like. Right, it's not like days. <laughs> twenty eight days later, World War close. Z. I mean, like when the yeah, kind of. No, you're right, but I think there. I think it depends how fresh the corpses are. Hmm. Okay. So as they're making more people into zombies, those those fresh people are faster. I think so. It seemed to be kind of the case. Yeah. I'm also curious about the potency of the. You know, <laughs> the fact that two people are exposed by a a blast, a, ver- a huge dose of it, a concentrated dose of it, can last the entire movie before turning. And then, and maybe I've got something wrong here, but then the the chopped up bits of the fir- of the cadaver, as those are burned in the the rain and all that, that creates, you know, that diluted portion creates a lot more. But those those two people haven't turned yet. I guess that could be the the method of the transmission. I don't know, like <laughs> getting bitten versus getting it, just inhaling it or whatever. I don't know. I that doesn't. I'm not trying to dissect it. I'm just. I just thought about that. <laughs> but you are. I am. You know. You know. I'm going to. I'm not trying. It comes naturally. <laughs> it comes naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept thinking. I was like, wait. When are they going to turn? Now? No. Now? No. No. Not yet. But it's, you know, I didn't mind it because they could describe, you know, like the, the medics take their temperature and all that stuff. And they're like, well, <laughs> we're dead. No, you're not dead per se. You know, you're, that, you know, <laughs> that, I like that part. I like, I like that stuff. The kind of playing with the concept of becoming a zombie when you don't even know what it is yet. Yeah. Did you guys, um, as you were just sort of poking around after watching it, have you seen, have you ever seen pictures of Dan O'Bannon? Around this time when he made the film, no, he looks just like Michael Sarah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's it's eerie. Really, like, like Michael Sarah with a beard. <laughs> like if they ever make a movie where someone needs to play Dan O'Bannon, like if they make I don't know, like making of this or <laughs> Alien or something, it's got to be Michael Sarah. Look it up; it's weird. I will. I'm curious now. <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I, every time I think of Michael Sarah, I think of his best role, <laughs> which is, <laughs> this is the end when he plays yeah. the, the, <laughs> the asshole. <laughs> I just love it. And he gets speared horribly by like a light post or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was a light post. <laughs> and then he's, he's like, who stole my fucking phone? And then he's, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> he's just got it in his pocket. <laughs> I just thought, yeah. That was anyway. pretty funny. So Dan and Brand, Dan O'Brien, yeah, never mind. That guy looks like Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so this is the first movie where zombies eat brains. Um. Hmm. Well, I, well, I, I don't think it's the first. I think. I think it's the first one where, yes, where it's brains specifically and only brains. Yeah. Whereas in other zombie movies like Night of the Living Dead, they just sort of like, they just 
feed on you. They just like consume you completely <laughs> or any part of you they can get to. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, since we're in the genre here, um, the movie Warm Bodies, which is like, I don't know, 10 years old or something. Anyone see that one? It's, is um, that the one with the... It's like a love story with zombies. And it's... It's the one with the kid who was in about... A, not uh, Yeah. Uh, um, who's in, in the X-Men movies, First Class. He plays Beast. I yes. can't remember his name. Yes, that guy. Yeah, I saw that warm body. Sure. Well, they. I, I don't know how you feel about the movie, but I like that they're, they, they played on the brain part as, you know, consuming the brain means you consume their memories and, you know... They, yeah, they did some interesting a, things. Yeah, that. the the TV show I Zombie does the same thing, yeah. which was based on a comic where when she consumes someone's brains, she she knows everything they knew for a brief time. It fades, but for a while, you know, if she consumes a lawyer's brain, she has the mind of a lawyer and blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. uses it to her advantage, sort of like a superhero to a certain extent. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sort of flushes out. Uh, no pun intended, fleshes out the the idea of why you would want brains. <laughs> right. So really they're not they're not the fast I mean I guess they're in Night of the Living Dead they're kind of pretty they're slow, right? They're just the normal slow version. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead. I mean the idea is that they're just like reanimated dead flesh, so they don't really have any muscle mass anymore. They're just like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So the idea that they, you know, the the remake of Dawn of the Dead definitely fast. Yeah. You know? And like, twenty eight days later, kind of was the in my mind the first to really do like soup like real fast like running motherfuckers. Ah, you know, but right. those weren't really zombies. Those were those were just like rage monsters. Hmm. Yeah, they didn't necessarily eat you. They just. Mm-hmm. Then there's World War Z where they're creepy fast too <laughs> they're so fast that they can build yeah walls just, of themselves yeah they just pile on each other and yeah. like ants basically i feel like that movie was was close to being pretty good yeah you yeah. know mm-hmm. sure like there was yeah. some people like it some people don't didn't didn't like the ending which i can see why it's kind of a weird yeah premise uh i I won't spoil that movie if you want to see it but (laughs) but another version of why you know what because they yeah they had a more specific reason for attacking or they just avoided people certain people i guess yeah but the basic the basic idea of zombie is undead human that kills other humans Mm -hmm. doesn't seem to go after animals very much no no explanation for that. Which is a, 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 a pretty big plot point in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Where they use a dog to deliver supplies to a guy who's trapped. Because the zombies leave the dog alone. Is that one in the... Is that the mall one? Yeah. Yeah. But that's... It's the remake. Also in a mall. Just... It's newer. The Zack Zach Snyder is the newer one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. I like the, good. The, the It's actually one. pretty good. It's the one Zack Snyder film that doesn't kind of suck balls. <laughs> All right, I'm recording that. <laughs> just making a making note here. Zack I guess, Snyder. I guess 300 suck was balls. I mean, 300 was fun. 
You got Chopper, sick balls, and then you got <laughs> Zack Snyder, suck balls. <laughs> but I can't think of any other, besides Dawn of the Dead and 300, I can't think of any movie he's made that's... Oh, wait, did he do Watchmen? Mm-hmm. That sure was did. all right. That was all right. <clears throat> yeah, I would think you'd be a, on the on the side oh. of Watchmen. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was decent. It was decent. It wasn't great, but it was decent. The show well, was amazing. It was well made. Oh yeah, the show. I'm was still, fantastic. I'm still annoyed that they did not do more. And he was like, "Well, I don't know. I guess I'm done." <laughs> yeah. Regina King, you know, the end and the whole thing, and yeah, it was it was at a great place. I thought. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely. It's funny, I, you know, or I, I didn't even realize it, but when I um. I said earlier that the music from Return of the Living Dead was kind of John Carpenter-esque. I forgot that Dan O'Bannon co-wrote Dark Star, John Carpenter's first film. Oh, that's right. I knew there was a tie-in. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And what's yeah, the well, premise of Dark Star? Is that a, 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 uh, a space movie? Yeah, it is. It's a very low budget. Uh, what? I forgot. It. It. it like uh, the ship's like computer loses its mind so it's sort of like um 2001 yeah sort of like 2001 but comedic and goofy and shit <laughs> the name of the ship is dark star okay I, I, you know I, I might be getting that wrong i haven't seen it like since we were kids i don't remember it very well because it's not, it's not really a, that great you know it's it's it doesn't it's seem like, to come up it's and... like it's like you know yeah watching first films of people who've made movies you love Right. And you're like, oh, well, that wasn't very good. Right. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. You can see potential, you know. Uh, it just says, yeah, thermostellar triggering devices, which can talk in recent. It sounds like you're right. Based yeah. on Wik- Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know what was going on in Life Force, but I know I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like they great. go through a comment, they pick up a few people, people disappear. And that's basically one naked alien woman. Yeah. Walk, I don't know. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> so like, like I said, though, too. Uh, yeah. So like I said, when I, when I picked this, I had, you know, I checked my list and the, the, the movies that were sort of in my top 10 of what I want to pick. And I looked them up on IMDb and I wrote down their critic and, and, and audience scores and, you know, add them together. And this one was the highest of all of them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising. I mean, I like it, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I mean and, about the and whole... And it wasn't like yeah. total... It wasn't all garbage in that list either. Yeah, <laughs> right. Know? And it was mostly 80s movies. Okay. I mean, the the whole So Bad It's Good thing explains a little bit, but I think it's more... I, ha- I have to believe it's more about just the history of of horror that, that people look back on these movies and they're with reverence because... How can you not? Yeah. You know, it's not like there's anything else. I think I saw the movie called Zombie from the 70s. Yeah. Is that is, the Italian one? Um, I think. Oh, like Luc- Lucio Fulci, I think. I don't know if it's that one. <clears throat> I think they they go to an, an island and it's uh, an island of cannibals. I could mm. be confusing that with something else. I could be confusing two movies. <laughs> but... I mean, well, there's not, yeah, there's not I mean, a whole lot. That's the point. Yeah. Well, back in in those days, there's not a whole lot to choose from. Yeah, it does. It does get a little confusing. 
Okay, it says there's one called White Zombie in 1932. Yeah, White Zombie's like the original. Oh, is that, is that what the band name comes from? I bet it is. Yeah, it is. Okay, because he obviously yeah. likes, likes horror and has made his own horror movies. and Yeah. Indeed. I'm, what's his name? I'm not, I can't even think of his name right now. Rob Zombie? <laughs> Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's his real name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing here. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. No, his name's Robert Cummings. <laughs> okay. Robert Cummings? Boring. Ah. I can see why I changed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking through... Oh, this list isn't chronological, though, but there's something called I Eat Your Skin, 1971. I don't know. It's just a bunch of... It's, yeah, it's fascinating that we have this idea of, you know, vampires, werewolves, you know, all of these sort of creature things Mm -hmm. that are just... We just, we don't have to explain them anymore. Yeah. I think Sam was saying, like, you know, we don't have to know exactly how the zombies came to be, but... Right. I, I still find it interesting. You know, there's is there any in Night of the Living Dead? Is there any explanation for? Was no. It, there's nothing. None, nothing. Right? There's just people. I don't think. Wait, is there? Wait, which one? I think, it I think it's no. I think it's Dawn of the Dead. There is a a. No, no, no! Holy shit! I'm thinking of um. <laughs> I'm thinking of Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> and the Comet, yes. Yes, the Comet. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think there's any explanation for Night of the Living Dead. You know, I think it's Dawn of the Dead whose tagline was like, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Hmm. I guess that is their explanation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, explaining things that are fantastical for me, or it's like a double-edged sword. Because, mm-hmm. like, if it's really good and really clever, I, I totally love it. Like, yeah. oh, that's amazing. And if it's not good, I'm like, oh, fucking idiots. Why do you even try? Yeah. Don't even try. Like, if you, if you don't have something that, you're, you know, if you're not knocking it out of the park, then just leave it. Yeah. It's a definite you know? risk-reward situation. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, Train to Busan, that's a... Foreign. Oh, that's, I like that one. That's, yeah, that's great. That's worth watching if you haven't seen it. Yeah, that's a good one. And of course, Shaun of the Dead. That's, I mean, come on. Sure. I mean, that's because that is truly. I mean, I, not that this wasn't funny, but that's like <laughs> laugh oh, out yeah. loud funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's as fun. That's more funny than it is scary, and it's still a little bit scary. Right. Which I think it's, is it's funnier than most straight comedies. Hmm. And it's yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, we haven't watched uh, Edgar Wright's new one, Night in Night in Soho, Soho or One yeah, Night. I haven't seen it either. I hope it's good. I hope it's better. And than that's someone who who worked on making it. She she liked it, but I, she's obviously biased. <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. But <laughs> you're not gonna name drop. You're just gonna. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Respect privacy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I do want to see that. Yeah, we're probably going to watch it tonight or tomorrow. Did you guys do the double up oh. No. 
actually, oh, we didn't. <laughs> so you mentioned, Cohen, you mentioned the guy from Winking at Bernie's. That was one. Yeah. I had one more. There um, was one more? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I Very, don't, pretty I minor. don't know what it was. It's the it's the guy who plays Spider, which is like Miguel Nunez. He was like pool house thug number one in Action Jackson. Nice. <laughs> wow. Yes. And and what I think is funny about it is that I was looking at him like, man, you know, he's you know, he's young and he's skinny, but he looks familiar. And then if you look, you look up his other credits, you see Harlem Nights, and it says, guy with broken nose. <laughs> and it's, he's the guy that says, you broke my nose, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's him. Of course. I see it now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I can't remember this. <laughs> well, I haven't watched Har- Harlem Nights, you know, a few dozen times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we watching next? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I <laughs> I think my last pick was UHF, which is a little weird for me, a little... Uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't have my reasons for picking it, but uh, I didn't want to do that, and so I went a different... You're going straight drama? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> is it Sophie's choice? No, no, uh, no. I think that's as far away is, from UHF as you can get. <laughs> um, no, I think you, you, you went farther away. Uh, yeah. Did I go 70s the, or 90s? And that's that's the 50-50. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not 80s. It's, it's not uh, 80s. It's, boy. <laughs> Use the force, Luke. I'm going to go 70s. Wrong. It's <laughs> it's late nineties. It's a director we haven't. I don't think we've done yet. Uh, pretty well known. Um. Obviously, it's drama. It's um got some famous people in it, and I will say this, and this will probably give it away. It's got Spike Jones in it, but he's not the director. Oh, is it Three Kings? It is Three Kings. <laughs> it's the only movie I can think of with Spike Jones. I mean, that's, <laughs> if you knew that, that's a dead giveaway. So, yeah, that was that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I Do mean, you remember is, who directed? Is that really a drama? I mean, that's David O. Russell, right? It's David O. Russell. Yeah. Which I don't that's, think we've done him. No, I don't think so. Because well, most of his films are post two thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's his first film, isn't it? As a director? No, I think like isn't flirting with disaster before that or. Oh, wait, um, is that da- that's David O'Russell? I think so. I could be confused. Oh. Well, we'll we'll sort it all out. Yeah, next we'll time. sort it out in the next episode. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll get the interns on pickle. it. It'll, yeah, it'll be great. Right on. Well, yeah. then. I mean, this, uh, you know, we had a little hiatus, but uh, yeah, we came back, back strong. We came back strong, <laughs> and this is probably our best. Our best. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's fresh and new again, so <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we killed it. Uh, this has been the film with three brains. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right. It's enough movie buff. I'm out of here. Chef's kiss. That's the film with your brains. Six, ten, four, paramedics.